I'm going to start this off and nobody gives a shit where we're, where we're <laughs> Welcome to the final Music Video Land podcast episode of 2012. My name is Adam Fairhome, and with me, uh, as every episode from the entire 2012 year, is uh, Mr. Douglas Klinger in Pompano Beach, Florida. How are you, Doug? Super good, Adam. 2012 wrap-up special is, uh, I don't know, what am I saying? Super good. How are you? I'm I'm very good, and what you were just alluding to there is that yes, this is the super 2012 wrap up podcast, and we're we're going completely. This is the whole episode is us talking about things from 2012 that happened in the world of music videos, and um, that includes uh, first of all, we're not there's no interview, and second of all, it includes our top ten list of the best music videos of 2012, as well as some other categories that we just made up. Right, right. Some made-up superlatives as well, like we're a yearbook. And so, um, <laughs> like like you mentioned, if if we uh, if you if you're the type of of listener who likes to fast forward straight to the interview, um, you don't have that luxury this time around because right, no interview, just us idiots talking about crap. And this is a big one because I, I feel a, a weight on our shoulders because you know we're when years go by now, especially. In this day and age, we're not just talking about another year. We're talking about a year that has, you know, a lot of happenings in the music video world and where a lot of things kind of changed. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think 2012 will go down as kind of a banner year of music videos and music, you know, that whole industry, that whole, uh, you know, medium in general. Would you agree, Doug? Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot has happened um, for music videos this year. I think that. People are being more public with the fact that music videos are making money this year, um, particularly for record labels. And then there was also a music video that had a billion views in five months. And uh, that's also a thing. That's right. Uh, You know, not only were there a lot of, you know, artistic achievements this year, there were a lot of kind of commercial and, you know, numerical achievements. We'll be talking about the video that has passed the one billion view mark. And and uh, in, in just a little while, but I, I think that um, you know maybe to start off we could we could get into our our other categories. These are videos that didn't make the top ten list, but this we have decided to to kind of put them you know give other awards out. Right, some superlatives, some 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 little um, you know just uh, just side awards, honorable mention type thing. You know, uh, best camera mugging or best use of new. I think they, I think they get it. Yeah, they, uh, who knows? But they will now because we're going to go through them. And um, I think since this first superlative is a video that's one of my particularly favorite videos of the year, uh, I think I'm going to go first. I, I think you should definitely go first. Like, it's a good um, idea. Yeah, sweet. Um, so this this superlative is is uh, we're calling it the best video you haven't seen, which basically means a uh, video that. 
that doesn't have hundreds of thousands of views. Like most of these videos we're talking about. And I, um, let's be specific with the number of views this video has. Sorry I believe it's this. around 4,000. So yeah, essentially these videos are the videos that we considered for this superlative all had less than 10,000 views and, and they were videos that have been around for a little while. So it's, it can't be a video that came out yesterday and it has less than 10,000 views. Anyway, the video that we chose um, is Running Up That Hill by Cameras, directed by uh, June Zandana. This was by far one of my favorite videos of the year in general. Um, it doesn't quite. It didn't quite make it into the top ten, although it was in the running for sure. And um, but yeah, we. I definitely think this video just has a lot of emotion in it. And uh, we actually did a video chats uh, interview about this particular uh, this particular video. So if you want to learn more about the background, check out that video chats um, that I did a couple of months ago with with director June Zendana. That's good. That's good. Yet, yeah, no, that is a, a really fantastic video. And um, when you, I was surprised that it was under ten thousand views, because you know it's it's there are so many music videos you know uh, released every month. I mean, we've we track you know pretty much everything we can, and we just see you know hundreds and hundreds coming out every month. And um, you know, not all of those are going to go up into the you know one hundred thousand view range. Or you know even the of course the one uh, you know one hundred million or or one billion range you know uh, so there are a lot of really great music videos kind of hovering around the like four thousand mark and I think that's definitely our favorite from two thousand twelve. Yeah, absolutely. So check that out if you wanna because you probably haven't yet. Uh, <laughs> there's four thousand of you out there who have. So the rest of you get on get on that. So the next superlative. Um, that your fellow yearbook editor and I, Doug Klinger, are giving out is uh, for a fantastic award, Ballsiest Concept. And this is an award given to the video that just comes with the with the most wackadoodle concept um, or maybe the concept that is the most ambitious and actually goes through with it and um, on a pretty high uh, high visibility platform. And that is uh, for 2012, Lana Del Rey's National Anthem, directed by a director who had a really fantastic 2012, and that is Anthony Mandler. And so the reason, uh, you know, if you don't know about the concept, Lana Del Rey is Marilyn Monroe and Jackie Onassis Kennedy, and uh, also uh, JFK is played by ASAP Rocky, the rapper. So a good example of why this is a, a, a ridiculous concept that uh, actually came to fruition is there are a lot of scenes of um, you know the house and area that looks like exactly like the Kennedy compound in Hyannisport where ASAP Rocky is dressed like JFK um, with uh, Hennessy in his left hand dancing around with Lana Del Rey and grabbing her butt. So you know it's you really there's so much going on in this video that it's really hard to to go through but i i would just say that this this had to be a video that um uh was really a ballsy from concept to completion and um, that's why i'm giving it out as as this year's ballsiest concept award mm. I, I want to grab Lana Del Rey's butt. I don't uh, know well it see she's in like 60s Jackie O pants so it's not I like don't, her butt I don't doesn't care. look that great I don't care what her pants are like. I just I'm just interested in that do and doing that. So although uh, Anthony Mandler, like good... I'm available next time. Just so you know, Anthony. Um, uh, for the next category is best interactive video, and I have a feeling as the years go on, this category is going to become more and more competitive. Um, this year, I think that the winner, um, the winner. <laughs> 
the the person that we chose for this category, which is uh, MM, MNDR Club, directed by Forklops. I have a feeling Forklops kind of has this um, market kind of cornered right now. Uh, they seem to be the people, the only crew who are really focusing on doing the interactive videos, although a lot of directors are doing it, including Lex Halby and, and a few of uh, other directors are, are coming out with some really interesting interactive music videos. But I think MN, MNDR Club is is the one that is a most interesting as a video and b i think that the interactivity works really well and rarely kind of there are, there are there are not many people who this interactive experience doesn't work for on some level um and uh, hey, what do you, not, what, so what what is the uh, interactivity level um the way this video works is it's essentially uh you're watching the you're looking through what appears to be like an iPhone and you're just kind of watching the screen that goes on. And as you're watching the iPhone, you get kind of updates and messages from uh, uh, your Facebook friends and stuff. It integrates with Facebook. You get like text messages and emails and it pulls a lot of information from your Facebook account. And so, um, and, it, and the way it ties into the video, I just think it's, it's, it's pretty seamless. Um, a lot of times an interactive music video can seem very forced and I think uh, this particular one um, is pretty seamless and the interactivity works really well and it's uh, it's an interesting video in general so um, that's why we chose it as best interactive video of the year and MNDR Club it doesn't doesn't help that it's a really great song um, right right also it's a great song exactly and I think yeah I think that it, one of the reasons it works is that it's using kind of uh, you know, visuals that we're all completely familiar with to kind of create this experience, the plot of you going to New York to see an MNDR club, uh, an MNDR show. And, you know, it's using it like Google Maps and, you know, the text messages is on the iPhone and all the, and, you know, the email on the iPhone, all these things that you have probably, you know, at least seen if you don't have an, at least have right. an iPhone. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything, you know, I did it many times and it, it was... You know, I think that one of the, the the things that was not great about a lot of interactive music videos in 2012 was the thing where you know the the song gets pushed to the background. And yeah. You end up you know blasting space rocks on your iPhone instead of listening to the song, and uh, so yeah, <laughs> completely, I completely agree. Um, yeah, it, it it all ties in. It all works together really well, and uh, yeah, I agree. So, so what you got? So this one, so we're just going through these, kind of picking them randomly, and 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 uh, this one is, I think, is is a really important, really important uh, superlative, and that is best background actor or actress performance. You know, so often music videos are all about the people in the foreground, but you know, we watch videos, and I'm always have kind of half of my eye on the people in the background, and you know, this award goes to a video that you know, it's it's in the under. It's in the like the current views are like one thousand one two three. Right. This was also in the running for um, best video you haven't seen. <laughs> no, it was not. But this is <laughs> this is a video that I was just one day kind of going through Twitter, and I, sometimes I search new music videos on Twitter, and it's a surefire way to get a lot of like kind of homemade rap video videos. Um, and I will sometimes watch them and add, add them to the site. And so I was watching this. This is uh, called So High. By Exo the Limelight Prince and Young G. I have a feeling that I'm feeling somebody else must be named Young G. Uh, he may be copyright infringing, but these uh, young men are smoking weed in their apartment, playing video games and rapping. <coughs> and 
it's a bunch of dudes. All of them are dudes, except for uh, except for one white girl, who's in the back just staring off into space throughout <laughs> the entire video, completely unengaged with anything going on around her. And she becomes really the only reason to watch this video. And I, I'm giving that this superlative for for one reason. Obviously, this is not a video that was commissioned by anybody. This is not a video that is on anybody's radar screen whatsoever. However, um, I think this award, this superlative, should go to somebody who, when you watch the video, you can't watch anybody but that background performer, and you're wondering why she's there, um, what her background story is, if she's okay, um, <laughs> what she's doing now, and you want to make sure, and you just want to know more about that person. So I think, in in that sense, this award, uh, in every respect, deserves to go to the white girl in the back of the EXO, the Limelight Prince and Youngji video for so high. I think it's safe to assume that whatever she's doing right now, weed is involved, uh, given the subject matter of that song. Well, um, she actually doesn't smoke anything in the video. No, but everybody else does, and she knows at least one person there, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say, if, if, if she doesn't do it, a lot, her close friends do. The next superlative is uh, really great because it, it, it highlights um, one thing that we talk about all the time on this podcast, and that is camera bugging. Mm. And so the and the music video that we've chosen for best camera mugging of the year goes to Cher Lloyd Oath, directed by Hannah Lux Davis, who we just had on our last podcast, Christmas themed podcast. Um, camera mugging is an art, um, both as a director and as the performer, getting the right kind of camera mugging, hitting that that sweet spot with camera mugging uh, is something that's very difficult. Um, if, for those of you who don't know, camera mugging is accentuating the lyrics that you rap or sing as a performer um, on camera with the way that you move your head and face um, is essentially uh, how camera mugging works. Um, a lot of times you'll find that it's in the cheekbones um, and the way that someone uses the corners of their mouth. That's, how, that's, a, that's a sign of a good camera mugger for me. But anyway, Adam may You're getting really the technical with it. Yeah, I'm the cheekbones. You're getting pretty technical. You may look at the eyes. Some people may look at the head swivels. Uh, I look a lot at the cheekbones for a sure sign of a good camera mugger. Um, and, and it's very easy to do it too much. Um, like in the example of Carmen, it's very easy to not do it enough. Like in the example of lots of people... Um, but, but hitting that, hitting that sweet spot, that Cher Lloyd Oath sweet spot, that's, it's, um, it's a beauty to behold. And so that's why we've picked this video as best camera mugging 2012. There we go. Good. Oh, you just muted a plane. That was good. That was fast. Um, South Florida has a lot of planes. So the, the next one, this is, this is a pretty big superlative, I think. That's best animated video. And you know, animated videos uh, are are Doug. You you see, you have an opinion. Some sometimes they're they're lazy, but sometimes they're really great. You know, artistic achievements. Um, I think Christmas animated music. Christmas videos animated music videos. I think animated me. music videos in general can be really great. And I think that there there were a lot of videos in the running um, for this year. That's right. There were a ton of videos in the running, and um, you know, ultimately, I, I we we gave this a superlative to Seven Hours with a Backseat Driver by Goche, or 
however you pronounce his name. Um, <clears throat> and that is directed by Ivan Dixon and Greg Sharp, and the production company was Rubber House Media. And so the reason that I, uh, or that we chose this video is that, um, you know, there are two types of animated videos, I think. One of them are the sort of the more art artistic animated videos, where it's, it's a... It is a um, kind of a meditation on a certain type of medium where, you know, there are images, but there's no real narrative element to it. And sometimes I think with those videos, um, although they're really, you know, beautiful videos, sometimes the music can be an afterthought, sometimes it, sometimes it isn't. But I think with the, with the, with the Goche video here, the, the premise of it is this kind of... Um, well, it's a very difficult premise to uh, to explain, but it is a narrative video, um, and it has this sort of um, really surreal kind of otherworldly um, element to it. Kind of reminds me of <clears throat> like a really kind of warped children's children's book in a way. And the thing is, it, you know, the the song uh, Seven Hours with the Backseat Driver" is instrumental. It has a really you know uh, defined beat. The you know the video moves with that beat. So it's a really uh, a part of the music in that way, and it uh, is really tied into the music in that way. Character movements will go along with certain instrument movements, um, and I think it's just a really interesting narrative, um, you know, really layered narrative video. You know, people are you know kind of debate the meaning of it and things like that. It's one of those kinds of videos, and um, you know, I, in in my opinion, I think that's where animated videos really shine. Is 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 video videos like this. And, you know, the animation style is very unique. Um, it's really beautifully animated, and uh, I, think it's, I think it's great. I think it's my favorite, our favorite animated music video of 2012. Very tightly contested category, though. This, uh, there were a lot of great ones. A lot of them were featured on the Video Chats interview series that um, I just started doing a few months ago. A lot of great animated music videos that came out this year. Um, this next category, I have a feeling people are going to really enjoy because based on what you get in Google when you search IMVDB, um, people like nudity. Um, <laughs> and so, <laughs> and if you don't know what that means, when you search IMVDB in Google right now, the sub, one of the sublinks is the list for um, videos that contain nudity. So, with that in mind, uh, this this great category was designed and the winner because these are all winners uh, of this of this category is a uh, cocoon vial by uh, Sebastian Tellier directed by Alex Cortez this video is awesome for lots of reasons not just that there's nudity in there and I think that for lots of the videos that have nudity that's what makes them awesome and I think that the nudity is just used in this video um, as a tool for awesomeness but it's certainly not the only reason why there are several layers and lots of elements in the video but they use the nudity to particular success because they don't just use it for sexiness they use it for weirdness and uncomfortable situations as well and it's and it's juxtaposed with a lot of really strange and sometimes violent image, images um, um, all that are taken with a grain of salt I believe because it, you know you can't take it too seriously for whatever reason but it's um, beautifully done um, video and great use of nudity in it. I love that video, and I'd love it just because of the nudity. Nudity, I like to see the boobs, um, and it's also a great video. I shouldn't say I just like it for the nudity. But Adam is driven solely by boobs. But if, but it's a, if if you were if, if you were like okay, I'm gonna there's gonna be a room full of people just go like having you know 
you know, getting naked, and the camera's just going to spin around them, I'd be like, I ah, here's all of my money. Please show me that. Um, and it's free on the internet. Right, the internet. Anyway. That's what makes the internet amazing. So the next one is also next, so many. These are so important, people. I can't I, I tell you how important these are. This one is best party video of 2012. Mm -hmm. And if if you're not familiar with the concept of party video, it's very self-explanatory. It's a video that takes place at a party. Right. And you know there are a lot of these. Um, you know more than you'd expect. Open your eyes and you'll see a lot of these. A lot of music videos are are. You know, at parties, whether it's by the pool, whether it's a, some sort of you know more tightly organized party, um, but this one uh, I think takes the cake for the best one of 2012, and that is uh, HYFR by Drake. Um, you've seen this video, right, Doug? Of course, because we both picked these. These. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, right. And this one takes place at a bar mitzvah, which Doug and I both being from South Florida, we've been to many <laughs> bar mitzvahs, and. Um, uh, it starts out with with sort of uh, you know old footage footage of the of the nineties where Drake I guess was being originally baptized or sorry not bar baptized bar mitzvized and apparently he's getting bar mitzvized again and this video is shot at his you know or is staged at his bar mitzvah and it is just completely ridiculous and I I like this because if you pause the video at any given time. The people that are at this bar mitzvah are the people that you would find at any bar mitzvah. It doesn't matter, it, you know. It, it just just go through the video, pause it at any time. There's like just like you know, ladies who don't look like they should be in a rap video. There's guys, you know, old guys with suits and stuff like that who look like they're gonna go back to like car salesman jobs on Monday. But then in this mix is like Drake and his guys. And like Lil Wayne at a table, and Lil Wayne can't even be bothered to get up and do his rap. He's like at a table, just like sitting there, you know, doing his doing his verse. So it, it you know, I think the the elements of it being really unique, um, and and it not being you know a bar mitzvah with just all of you know Drake's friends, um, you know, it being like a re a real bar mitzvah with the, with the people you'd expect to be a bar mitzvah, and you know, even the chairs are the ones you rent from you know the party supply companies. Um, you know, all the details are right, and I think that's what makes it the best party video of the year. Right. So we talk a lot about money in music videos, and so I think this next uh, category hits close to that home because uh, it is best product placement in a music video, and. The need for product placements in music videos is um, ever increasing. Uh, you know, the funding from a lot of music videos comes from a lot of times, uh, you know, product placement in the video. So, um, you know, you're, I feel like we're this is something that we're not going to stop seeing, um, and, we're, and and I think we'll see it, we'll start to see it in the more indie style videos as well. But the winner, <laughs> the winner of this this category is not an indie style video. It's Will I Am featuring Britney Spears, Scream and Shout, directed by Ben Moore. And the reason we picked this video for best product placement is because a lot of times when you see a product placement, they'll try to like work it in, you know, kind of fluidly. They'll try to be seamless with it. Like, oh no, Carly Rae Jepsen just wants to be taking a photo with her camera phone right now, right in front of her face. Let's. This ties in directly with the storyline of our video. Like a lot of times, they'll they'll try to work it in. Uh, yeah, like James Bond using a certain car or using yeah, a certain right, phone. right, right, or like someone drinking a Red Bull when they got a second. I, I don't know. Whatever they try to work it into the video. This video, however, seemed to not 
take that into consideration and in that they decided to just blatantly film just the product on screen and then put it in the music video because that's a lot of what's going on right now. And <laughs> there's um an iPhone like camera case that you could put your iPhone in to take pictures with that Will I Am has his name attached to. I think it's it's called the what is it the Will camera the I Am I the I Am and that's uh and and that's just essentially just filmed with nothing else um with a white background in this video and and it's just like a direct like beat you in the face product placement but somehow despite that the video is actually still really great and still works really well for me and so uh. Um, it is for those two reasons um, and many more that we've decided that Will I Am featuring Britney Spears Scream and Shout is the best product placement of 2012. Oh, I agree so hard. It's like a Q, it's like a QVC shot. It's a little refreshing. <laughs> it's refreshing to see that because the video it just it it just goes all it just goes all the way. It's like guess what? Here you know here's Will I Am. Here's Britney Spears. Here's a camera you should buy. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember that one, that Hype Williams video for Kesha that did it so bad, where they tried to work Plenty of Fish? Oh of yeah, fish. Plenty of Fish is a thing that just like appears like and, like Lady Gaga videos. Everybody who goes on the computer is on, is on like I'm plenty on Plenty of Fish, of fish in broad daylight. Um, <laughs> and I think we've come to the end of our superlatives here because this is the last one, um, and that is a video. You know, a, you know, this is kind of a throwback to the the older music video days, and that is this is the best video pr- premiere on cable television because, as you know, in 2012, most videos premiere just on you know YouTube or Vivo or or on a certain blog or something like that. Most of it's online, but certain videos get you know their big exposure and uh, they premiere on cable television. And this one probably got one of the biggest uh, cable television premieres. And that is Taylor Swift's We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, directed by Declan Whitebloom. And it is a it's a fantastic video and it is it premiered on uh, three networks simultaneous simultaneous simultaneously, uh CMT, uh VH one, I believe, MTV. Um and then was online shortly after that. So if you wanted to see it, it I think it premiered like 7.41 or some specific time, Eastern time. So if you wanted to see it first, uh, you didn't even have to have a computer. All you had to do was turn it on one of those channels and it was going to show. And I, I think, uh, you know, we, we, we're giving this out as, as a superlative because it's important to remember that cable TV and, you know, the TVs in general are still a part of... Uh, you know the music video industry, and that you know really big videos um, still can have that as part of their marketing strategy. And also because this is a really great video, I think this is by far Taylor Swift's best video effort. Um, mm-hmm. Declan White Bloom is a fantastic director who we'll be talking to um, in the first part of 2013, um, and uh, and it's all one shot. And uh, I think it's a and it's also a great song. So. There we go. That's the that's the uh, our best video that appeared on cable network television. Coming out swinging with Declan next year. Big big hitting with that. Um, not particularly tightly contested category. I I can't think of many videos that premiered um on television, um or on cable television or network television for that matter. But um, uh, it's important to to note that they still do, and so we noted it in the form of a category. Um, I think since I went first with the superlatives you should go first with our top 10 videos of the year and this is big deal people have been anxiously awaiting our top 10 picks of 2012 a lot of other sites have put theirs out already um 
but not us. We we waited to the very end. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I I'm you know now that you know I, I never used to obviously before IMVDB have a list that anybody gave a crap about that came out. So I. Um, you know, always thought that lists came out like after Christmas, but a lot of them come out before. Uh, so we decided to put ours after Christmas. This is just recording this on the twenty seventh. Hopefully, get it on the get it out on the twenty seventh. And um, you know, last year we did each did top fives, and uh, this year we decided to you know really go at it and get a top ten together that we agreed upon. Mm-hmm. And we also asked you guys on Facebook. We asked uh, on the Facebook page a few times as well as on Twitter to give us your ideas for your best top ten. What we did was we had a kind of a bullpen of all the videos that we were con- considering, and we every single suggestion we went through and watched, um, and really uh, and 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 take a look at took a look at each of these. So the, the you know the criteria for the list is is you know a combination of our personal. Um, you know, interest in these music videos, specifically Doug and I, and also you know their kind of uh, impact and and cultural impact. So you know there are a lot of different factors that we took into account when we were um, take, putting together this list. But we're excited. We're excited about this list. I'm super excited about it. So let's ki- let's kick it off. So with number ten, we have uh, a video that came out in uh, the first part of 2012. Um, and that is Rella by Odd Future, directed by Wolf Haley, who is the directing moniker of Tyler, the creator, member of Odd Future. And uh, I, we chose this video for a few reasons. One of them is that um, you know Odd Future is a group that has put out you know collectively a lot of fantastic music videos and a lot of fantastic music videos over 2012. And I think. Um, uh, Rella is kind of like the the not Rosetta Stone, but one of you know like the key videos of those. Um, both for its kind of um, uh, you know the humor that it, that is in it. It's one of it's probably best remembered for the shot uh, digitally rendered by Mr. Hiro Murai of uh, Tyler the Creator with no penis. So and that was actually one of your uh, your gifs of the or, or your gifs of a past blog blog post, Doug. Um, but also just the kind of the the showcasing of of you know a lot of the different members of Odd Future, the um, and their knack for coming up with really or you know, working with directors to come up with really interesting and uh, uh, great visuals. I think one of the best visuals or most remembered visuals from that besides the no penis is a title of the creator as um, as one half of a horse. So Centaur. You know, centaur, exactly. Um, and just the sort of frenetic nature of the video and the the you know the the pace that I think just really embodies a lot of what Odd Future is about visually and performance wise. So there it is, that's our number ten, Rella Odd Future. Uh, great, great video. Absolutely. All of these videos are going to be great, great videos, um, including number nine, which is Hey Jane by Spiritualize, um, directed by A.G. Roas. And um, this A.G. was a guest on this very podcast a few months ago, uh, talked a lot about this video. Uh, essentially, what, it, what happens in this video is a transvestite prostitute um, with uh, son. Um it's a very like a very real video kind of just essentially following this character um 
through kind of the violent life that this character kind of lives as a um as a prostitute and and uh it's it's a very how do I want to put this um like I said it's a very realistic video it's a type of subject matter that you don't typically find in a music video um it's done extremely effectively and the storyline is not more, I keep saying this, but it's really, it's not one that you find in a lot of music videos. And that's a, a big reason why it, it found its place on this list. And I think one of the other um, interesting aspects of this video is the, like you said, the, the narrative and sort of realistic nature of it, but also the last shot, which is this one shot. And, you know, there are, uh, you know, one shots are, are, can be incorporated in music music videos, but this one is kind of a really complicated and, you know, action-packed one one tracking shot that uh that is really uh pretty amazing absolutely the whole video is great but um yeah it, it really does kind of come to a great end there um so what's number eight well i just one more thing is ag rojas had a, had a fantastic 2012 yes absolutely absolutely yeah so uh number eight um Comedy music videos, I think, are sometimes overlooked, and you actually find several comedy music videos on this top ten list, but this one was a, definitely uh, deserves this number eight spot, and that is Thrift Shop by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, uh, directed by John John Augustavo and Ryan Lewis, and you'll find in the show notes a link to the video chats that Doug did with John John Augustavo, Augustavo, um, <clears throat> and you'll find a link to the show, in the show notes to the uh, video chats that uh, uh, Doug did with John John Augustavo about this particular video as well as Same Love, which he also directed for Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. And I think that, um, f- you know, comedy music videos are so difficult for a lot of reasons. And it, I think one of them is that there's so many kind of notes you have to hit to keep people's interest through the entire thing. And it's not just, you know, finding something that has comedy. It is finding, um, you know, it's hitting those notes with, you know, really interesting shots. It's finding interesting people, interesting locations. Because, you know, as much as comedy is is it's funny and it's a humor of the song, there has to be another element that makes it a really long-lasting and a video that you want to watch. Uh, several times and I think there's a few elements that really make this a fantastic music video number one is that Macklemore has such a kind of a magnetic personality and uh, you know John John Augustavo and Ryan Lewis really showcase him perfectly in this you know he's he's given kind of free range to um, to really play to the camera to really get his personality across and the other is that they the, the group of people that they picked um, are, are really, you know, interesting people. Uh, you know, even the people who are, like, back in the background dancing at the party, there's all sorts of little elements of what they do that kind of add to the bigger picture. And the other one is that, that, that the the direction of it is really fantastic. And I mean that, you know, there's this one shot that, um, uh, where, you know, there's a clothing bin that this lady is uh, um, standing in and she's just staring off in this you know ahead kind of with purpose throwing clothes out of this bin and then on the third one you know two kids come you know jumping out of the bin also with clothes and it's in slow motion and it's just um you know there's nothing sort of inherently comedic about that but it's just a really uh fun shot um and a, you know something that comes from direction definitely so this video i think is is 
uh, one of the reasons that the video, you know, the song Thrift Shop started to climb up the charts, and at the end of the year, it was something like, you know, on the, close to the top 10 of the Billboard 100. I think it was in the um, low 20s. So nice. uh, I think this is one example of a music video really, really helping that. So that's our number eight. Our, our, number, our number seven video on this list uh, is we picked for similar reasons as Thrift Shop because it's a comedy hip-hop music video, and that is The Full Retard by LP, directed by Timothy Sassenti. And this video features the character Mr. Killums, who is featured in both Timothy Sassenti's music videos for LP, which I t we talked to him about on our video chat series and in our podcast. So check both of those interviews with Timothy Sassenti out if you want to find out more about this this video series with LP. Um, but in this particular video, Mr. Killums is just essentially going on a rampage, uh, killing people, having sex with hookers, doing lots of drugs. And the chemistry that, if you could even say that a puppet has chemistry, but the chemistry that Mr. Killums and LP have in this video is really amazing. And um, it's essentially LP just going on this ride. I think aside from the the comedy element of it, I think uh, somebody else in a blog post on the Consequences Sound made a really good point that there there's sort of equal parts. You know the the mayhem. There's a, there's a, the inherent com comedy element of seeing you know a puppet do a line of cocaine, for instance. But there is also this really dark element where you know, toward the end, Mr. Killams is, you know, paying for all of this. He, you know, he doesn't just get away, you know, you know, do this thing and, uh, you know, party really hard and do drugs and then um, just sort of is fine at the end. Um, you know, there is a, kind of a bit of uh, retribution. There's, and I think that's what makes this video really uh, kind of stand above a lot of the rest is that that dark comedic element that is that is really hard to pull off that this video does perfectly. Yeah, it's not just a comedy video, but yeah, very dark comedy video, and um, yeah, and it and also ties in with "Stay Down," the other video that LP and Timothy Sassenti did together, featuring Mr. Gilms. So check that video out as well. Pow. So number six, we kind of have a three run of uh, of comedy music videos here, and I think it's it's interesting that so many of them made the list this year. And that is Birthday Song, Two Chains, by Two Chains and Kanye West, directed by Mr. Andreas Nilsson. And the concept is it's a series of one-shots uh, going through a um, kind of a neighborhood block and through a house. And it is a house party. And you kind of, as you go through, you see these different scenes and you see, you know, what's going on. And, you know, the, re the reason that this is on the list is uh, you know, I think one of the issues that hip hop videos sometimes have is they can be, a, you know, a little forgettable at times. Um, you know, even if they're really good. And I think this video is anything but. There's so much attention to detail in making the environment that Two Chains and Kanye West are in are really kind of surreal, otherworldly area, but still really tied to reality. Um, that, you know, every single minute of, you know, or second of this whole six-minute video, it's a long video, uh, has something to look at, has something interesting to look at, has uh, um, not necessarily comedic elements, although some of them are definitely comedic, but sometimes dark elements, sometimes just really uh, interesting elements. 
Um, I think case in point is, you know, months after this video came out, a, a screenshot showed up on Reddit being like, did anybody else notice the guy in the back? And it's a screenshot of this video toward the end where they're kind of all in the house party. Um, they're all, all in the backyard, sorry, having this party. And there is a guy in like a, he's like a white guy with a mustache wearing this ridiculous woolly sweater. And, and like a, a speedo, and a shiny speedo. Yeah, yeah, we had him on the homepage. That dude. He, yeah, we did have him on the homepage, we, and that was one of the first things I recognized. But it's just, it's just indicative of kind of the the attention to detail to it. And the other element that makes this a fantastic music video is, um, you know, two chains. Uh, I think that he is, as far as you know, uh, hip hop artist goes. Hip hop artist Go has so much kind of on camera charisma, similar to but kind of in a different way than you know Macklemore, um, that it really comes out in this video and it, putting Kanye West and Two Chains in, in this environment and letting the, letting it kind of the mayhem go wild. I think was a really genius move on the part of Andreas Nelson. It, it, it's uh, that's why it's at number six. And I don't know. I don't know for sure. But when I watch this video, I can't be sure if Two Chains is in on the joke or not. And for me, <laughs> for me, for me, that's what makes the video so great. I mean, yes, Two Chains was there when that when that bearded speedo sweater man was there too. So he had to know that that guy was there. But there's also a fair amount of you know regular hip hop, you know, big big booty big breasted women in the video too. So maybe he was kind of blinded by that stuff. But yeah, you you really can't can't tell if two changes on the joke because he's not being jokey in the video. He's being two chains. And so, um, I mean, obviously he's not like, I'm not suggesting that two chains like doesn't, doesn't get jokes or anything, but, but you just can't be sure because of how straight two chains is playing it and how ridiculous the video is and how subtle a lot of it is. Um, that maybe, maybe some of the jokes flew by two chains head while, while he was busy, you know, being two chains. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I, I disagree with that, but I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, no, I've, I've, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know for sure. I just feel like, who knows? I it just for me, that's what, that's, that's why the video hit close to my heart because I'm not sure if two chains is in on the joke, but that's just me. <laughs> um, um, going to uh, our number five video. We're is, in the top five now. Yeah, top five, which is big. Um, uh, our number five video is directed by someone who we've again talked to on um, our video chat series. The video is Mutual Core by Bjork, and it's directed by Andrew Thomas Wang. Um, this is not a comedy video. Um, this this could, if there was a superlative for most difficult music video to make, this one also would probably have uh, won that category because um, the concept of this video is essentially Bjork is like this sorceress who's able to move the rocks and sand around her with her gestures and singing. And, um, and there's just a, a ton of both practical effects and CG effects that go into this video. It is just, it seems like such a feat of um, just visual effects in general um, to have created and accomplished. And it's, it's uh, unlike any other video from this year, that's definitely the case and um uh yeah it's just a spectacularly beautiful video that um we feel has was the fifth best video of the year um well i think that um you know one of the things that i really love about this video is that i feel like effects are um you know effects are very common 
Um, but I think the the most uh, effects that kind of have the greatest impact are the ones that kind of um, you know create something that's so realistic and so kind of um, otherworldly that you just kind of have to stop and and look at it and kind of marvel at it. And and the the effects that that um, you know Andrew Thomas Wang and, and that his team achieved for the music video were just so real. Um, and so incredible. I mean, there's the 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 the, uh, the rocks that are kind of I don't know if I'm having the terminology right, but the rocks that are kind of poking each other with you know multicolored you know tongues and kind of coming together, and then the you know Bjork's face in the multicolored layered rock um, that 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 comes alive. Uh, just a really um, um, realistic effects, and I think that the the those are not the the kind of main focus of the video either um the whole story you know the whole concept of bjork as a sorceress and, and moving things around and her also her i mean bjork is somebody who's kind of like a music video legend um and for good reason her kind of uh you know magnetic on-camera personality bringing that whole thing together uh makes it a fantastic video and also the fact that despite how that bjork is a music video legend that the you know the the style of Andrew, Andrew Thomas Wang is also you know it's very clear in that video. You know if you saw the um, his his short film Solipsis that this video is kind of based on, um, you you definitely see his unique style in there, and it really blends with Bjork's really well. And uh, yeah, enough to make it number five on our list. Okay, now we're to the top four, Doug. This is important, um, and you know this video comes on the list for a number of reasons. And I think it's a video that if you are in the world and you have access to a television, you've heard about this and uh, this video in some way, shape, or form. And that is Ganyam style. Even if you haven't, even if you don't have a television, if you've just be, have been to like a wedding or any event <laughs> where they play music, you've heard this song as well. And that is by Sai. And I think that, um, you know, this video is, would, can be overlooked on 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 when you're kind of looking at the whole 2012 picture because when it came out you know it wasn't you know like a either a towering artistic achievement of uh, of any kind however i think this music video may have had the most kind of cultural impact in a year than any pretty much any other music video going back to the beginning of the art form and i mean this because when Gangnam Style started to uh, gain traction in what is it probably like, September, Doug? September, um, late August, yeah, or September. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was definitely like a viral video from the start. Mm -hmm. But I think it was like um, a month or two after it was posted in July that it that it really. I saw like a a, a graph that kind of shows its its peak, and it, it it definitely was like a slower rise near the beginning, and then it kind of jolted upward. So. You know, you know, at a certain point, Sai was starting to be featured on, you know, the Today Show, and then pretty much, uh, I think he was the first time I saw him on American TV was the um, actually the music video MTV Music Video Awards in September. Um, Wasn't he on SNL before that? No, I think he was on SNL after that because mm -hmm. he was, uh, and so then he just started to be everywhere, um, and uh, he became 
you know, when YouTube did their year-end retrospective, they had a little animated, you know, logo at the top left. That was um, Sai doing his horse dance, which is, I think, the kind of glue that is holding everything together here. And I think that it's really, really important to remember as people, you know, kind of have Sai as somebody who they dress up for as Halloween, and he's kind of like this you know, character in a way of uh, of himself, to remember that it all pretty much came from the music video. Um, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think people really started, uh, you know, K-pop is, is, has catchy tunes, sure, but I don't think people would have ever gotten to a point where they're playing it at weddings and at football games and things like that if it wasn't, if it wasn't for the music video. So I think it's really important to, to look at the music video as an object that got this started. And mm -hmm. as it, it's really kind of a, a master stroke of, creating a, a music video that people want to watch over and over again. And I think it's all pretty much attributable to Psy. He's kind of a... I remember seeing um, kind of a behind-the-scenes thing where he's kind of giving instruction to the kid who is in the beginning of the video who does the dancing. And you kind of get the sense that Psy is... He's kind of like an old-hat kind of entertainer guy. I mean, he knows what he's doing. He knows mm -hmm. exact Everything is pretty much a calculated move. He is... At every you know media appearance, he is that he where he needs to do the horse dance or whatever. He is just so unfathomably patient, and you can see that you know his uh, you know his ideas and his kind of style and what he thinks will work coming through in every aspect of this video. And I think he's that he it really shows him as the kind of the auteur, the creative director of everything that has been so successful about the song. Um, and the video. So I think it definitely deserves, as standing on its own as a music video, to be on everybody's list and to be on, yeah. um, as, and to be, a, you know, considered one of the best of the, of the 2012 era. And, and, uh, it's also interesting how, how easily he seemed to have plowed through that, that slight controversy. Nobody's even really talking about that stuff anymore. It's all about a billion views. Because I don't think they want to hate him. I mean, he's, he's... <laughs> they don't want to hate him. I mean, if he would have done it, if he would have done something that really, if it was a little bit more recent and it was a little bit more serious, maybe he wouldn't have plowed through it. But um, mm -hmm. that was just a blip on the radar and then gone, essentially. Um, and, uh, yeah, you're right about him. You, you know, he, he, he just now became popular over here, obviously. But um, he's been around and he's been um, really polishing his himself um over time you know if you look at even some of his older stuff i mean it's at this level really huge i mean people have loved him for a while it seems and uh just not on such a wide scale yet at, like it is now but um uh our number our our three two and one videos for me can it, it is so subtle the the difference as far as which ones of these we like the best i feel like Three, two, and one could what could all be kind of mixed around, and I'd still be really comfortable with with this list. But the way we have it broken down right now is we have "Bad Girls" by M.I.A. directed by Romaine Gavris as our number three video of the year. Um, this video, uh, I'm sh you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you've definitely seen this video. It is uh, Romaine calls it his fir the first pop video he ever did, which is really hilarious because. Um, 
it is so much more than that. But uh, it does feature cars and, and dancing and some women. So I guess from that perspective, it is a pop video. But it, it's got a lot more going on than that. <laughs> I think that um, in terms of creating really kind of, I, would, I don't want to say iconic, but really uh, spectacular visuals, this video was one of the kind of ma masters of this in 2012. And I think that's why it's it, it's kind of gone through a lot of, you know, industry and mainstream awards and kind of just scooped up awards left and right. Yeah. Um, because of, you know, there's there's just this unbelievable shot in the video of uh, slow motion where, and, and, you know, one of the images from the video are the cars that are driving on their sides. And it's just one where you just see the road and then it pulls back. you got the guy on the top of the car with his arms stretched out. And then you've got MIA, who was really, you know, ma masterfully styled in the, um, you know, in the red jacket and the, and the sunglasses. And, um, you, you know, you just get the sense that this is, you know, done in the, the tradition of really iconic imagery in music videos mm -hmm. which yeah, is really refreshing to see and Romain Gavras is kind of the the torchbearer of that uh, that yeah. that aspect of, of of music video making right now that that shot of MIA sitting on the side of the car um filing her nails like she doesn't care that she's on the, on a car <laughs> that's driving on two wheels uh First of all, kudos to Romaine for getting her to to do that because I'm sure that wasn't easy. And then for her to actually sell that she doesn't care because she has to be shitting her pants. Mm -hmm. I mean, and like, she and she did say in an interview that she completely literally like they needed to get her new pants after that scene <laughs> because that's not literally, but uh, but Bro. like that, that. I mean, it's just it, the 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 authentic like danger that that seems to exist in that video too. It's um, and kind of throughout the video um, is another reason why, it, um, for me, it's such a great video. And I think one of the, the main aspects of this uh, that, that makes it such an interesting video is because, you know, it part, you know, one of the largest audiences is made it for is, I mean, is Americans and, you know, really images of people, you know, of Arab or, or Middle Eastern culture like this do not really exist very much in American culture. Um, you're seeing kind of, uh, you know, uh, people in the Middle East doing things that are kind of Americans over here kind of think as their traditions, you know, like drag racing, you know, having like completely, you know, tripped out cars. I don't know if tripped out is the right word, but tricked out, sorry. No, tripped out. Um, keep, keep that. <laughs> on, you know, doing, you know, interesting tricks with cars, you know, it, sh it shows, uh, you know, that culture in a really different light than what people over here are, are used to. It shows them as people who are, you know, interested in, or a group that's interested in, you know, things as kind of seemingly trivial as, uh, um, you know, cars that do, you know, funny tricks, kind of, or do, you know, interesting or dangerous tricks. And it, and it couples that with really, you know, beautiful images of, of you know, things like the guy, you know, riding that, that blue horse. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you have things like the really, I don't want to say tacky, but really, like, you know, brightly colored, you know, with the... Traditional. The yeah, traditional, yeah. Um, no, I'm not saying traditional, but, like... Um, Just like what you... What you've seen in like, like elements that are that are more typical in music videos, but they're done in a completely new and unique way. Right, exactly. And um, 
uh, and also the the shot of her in front of you know the the large field with the with the smoke billowing billowing out. I think is one of the other kind of iconic shots from that the video. I think in like five years we're still going to remember this video mm-hmm. as something yeah. that uh, is is still kind of with people. Yeah, there's a lot of those those elements like the chains and the cars and stuff that are, mm-hmm. but they just it's done in such a unique way. Yeah, totally. And um, all right, on to note numero deuce, top two, top two, top two. Now. This video, I think, has a really unique story because as other people, other people have been adding their lists, this is near the top or at the top of many of them. And I think it's really interesting because uh, this video, Oblivion by Grimes, directed by Emily Kaipach, is a music video that didn't, you know, uh, doesn't really have the elements that you'd think of for like a really kind of music video that everyone loves um you know it was shot uh in canada and montreal i believe at you know a number of sporting events and you know they as we heard in the podcast interview we did with emily kaibach they didn't really have any permits or anything to do this they just kind of went in there um it wasn't you know something that was commissioned by a studio you know emily kaibach knows uh claire boucher who is grimes and you know they just kind of made this video um and, you know, from it, Emily Kaibach has really become, really had a great 2012 uh, releasing other videos. Um, as, has, as has Grimes, as has Evan Profilowski. Right, the, the DP on the video who is a frequent collaborator with Emily Kaibach. So I think that this is one of those rare videos that just has something about it that draws people in and is kind of inexplicable. And I think... Uh, I'll do my best to explain it. I think there's two elements to it. And one of those is something that we've talked about frequently on this list, and that is um, Grimes being somebody who just has an on-camera presence that you kind of just are drawn to. And this is kind of her in a kind of really raw, natural element and something that you, as, you know, if you are familiar with her work and her, you know, other videos is kind of a, a strange element for her to be in, you know, like at a, at a, um, a show where people are jumping motorcycles over dirt hills or, you know, a, a, a high school football game. Um, but the, the interaction with her and the people in the audiences or, or the other people around her, I think are what, um, brings out their, you know, the qualities that people kind of enjoy in that video, you know, when she's, um, and it starts right off in the beginning of the video where, you know, she's walking down the hallway and, you know, underneath the stands of the stadium and somebody, you know, runs up and puts that, that cap out, you know, puts her hood over her. And she kind of has to have that quick reaction and start singing along with the track. And, you know, it's just those little real moments that are just everywhere in this video. And like I think... The, one, one, another one that I really love is the the guy who is working at, like, the concession stand <laughs> and just going nuts with his dancing with his yeah. arms. Flailing, flailing crazy that... The people at the stadium, they, they were really able to capture some really great moments of them as well. Being being natural, but also being aware of the camera. Um, it's a really great balance of, of the people around. And I think the other element that, it may, I think maybe an overlooked element of this, is the way it was shot uh, by DP Evan Proflowski. Uh, he shot it on a 13 millimeter film, um, which is not that common in music videos nowadays because of... Uh, and actually, we have a great cinematographer profile with him where he explains why he likes to use 35mm film. And I think it, it just works so perfectly with these environments. Um, 
these places where Grimes uh, is are you know they're lit so spookily kind of you know the the odd lighting of you know a drag race show or um, a football game blends really perfectly with um, uh, Everett Profoski's cinematography and gives these kind of places where we've all been a really odd and surreal kind of uh, glow. So you have the combination of the, the really powerful one-two hit of um, such really interesting human elements of it and a really beautifully shot video. And I think it's, it deserves all the, all the praise and all the, mm-hmm. um, all the accolades that have been poured on it in 2012. And that's why like, it is their number two. Well, I would just say likewise in not just the stadium footage, but there are some there are other, uh, two other locations in the video. The locker room, which mm-hmm. again is a, a, a familiar place, um, uh, but that that has this unfamiliar kind of feel to it because of the way it's shot and the lighting. And and there's another place where there's a bunch of dudes just like moshing behind <laughs> Claire. And the, and those two scenes though, they really work for me too. And they that you get a lot of the same feelings that that you get uh, with with um with Grimes in the in the stadium as well in those two locations and um yeah all all of it start to finish obviously that's why it's number 2 um and then i guess we have uh, to go into our number 1 now our number 1 and this and is our, oh, sorry go ahead this video i i really believe um has it all and that's why it's at this at this number 1 spot and that is Houdini by Foster the People directed by Daniels who We've had Daniels on the podcast, and we've also had uh, several of the stars of this video on the podcast. And that gets into a little bit of why we think this video has everything. Not only is it a music video about the making of a music video, which I think is layer one. It features the um, video commissioner of the video in the video, which is layer two. And then it features fake versions of the real directors of the video played by other awesome directors. And I think that that's layer three. And I think um, um, three layers is the number of layers you need to be the number one spot on our list of music videos of 2012. Now, we should mention that our criteria is not just layers of music, uh, layers no, of music no, videos. No, no, of course it's not. I think but that, that uh, be, we don't want to give people the wrong impression. No, that would be really funny, though, right? <laughs> It'd be like, yeah, the more, the more the metal more layers, layers... The more layers you have. But so I think throw layers in. <laughs> but I think that this uh, is, is video is really interesting for a number of reasons. And I've seen it kind of, you know, people, people have overlooked it a little bit, I think, in their lists. And that's why... Um, you know, even more reason why we've got it at the top here. And number one, it, I think it has an element that is, I think everybody should have in the forefront of their minds when, when looking at music videos is, is it a fun music video? I think this Houdini video is just so really f- incredibly fun in the uh, amount of kind of narrative it packs in, kind of the 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 storyline it packs into a pretty short video. It's three minutes and 23 seconds. And in it, you have, you go from, you know, the death of Foster the People through this entire process of, you know, recreating them with robots to a successful show. You have, like, you have tension, you have um, characters going from being introduced, you know, like 40 seconds into the video to, you know, having a, a victory. And, you know, the video has this kind of like, or the song has this kind of like really frenetic pace that really lends itself well to the to the visuals. 
and also the you know the casting of it is is really fantastic. The the guy who plays uh, the um, you know the Asian man who runs this what if we can only imagine yeah, is Wei- a company Wei- that reanimates people. Waymond Lee is his name. Waymond Lee. That. He's on the show um, Workaholics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that um, you know you can you can watch this video and you know there's not there's not one second of it that isn't kind of packed with something interesting. So so that's it. I mean, I think this Very video deserving. has uh has every 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 single piece that uh that we're looking for. We love this and video and that's our top of 2012. And and uh, things two things to note. Uh Saul Levitz, video commissioner, absolutely murders this video. He is just the, <laughs> the greatest the the greatest performance in a music video. Not just by a video commissioner, but in general, could very easily go to Saul for his performance in this video. Um, and another thing to bring up is I did not even realize that that was Hiro Mirai playing Dan Kwan um, on first watching of that video. And um, Hiro was there when I first saw that video, and I didn't even realize that that was him in the video. And I think I, we should. So that is our top 10. I think we spent a lot of time kind of going over. I think we should. I, I, address some some uh people might be saying like oh you know for most of these videos you're mentioning that you talk talk to these people in an interview or whatever and i think that that should be uh you know are you only picking the people that you interviewed or whatever and i think it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy in that way because when we are you know looking at people you know who do we want to interview who do we want to talk to we want to talk to the people that are making, you know, the music videos that we like and find interesting throughout the year. So right. it would only be appropriate. I think it would be weirder if there was everything on the top ten list. We had no clue who they were and and had never really had any contact with them. So and the uh, people that we didn't talk to on the list, it wasn't because it wasn't by choice. We didn't choose not to talk to Sai. We just <laughs> we were just pretty sure we weren't going to get that interview, so we didn't even give it a shot. Um, Although with but, all the media appearances he did, you never know. He may have talked to us. Yeah, who knows? Right, he wants to get out there. Um, because uh, he's not yet. But but yeah yeah i I completely agree yes we we choose to try to talk to the people who make the videos that we that we think are the best, and that's why we choose to talk to them in the first place so a uh, great point that you should that you just made adam and I think that uh, the last thing we want to visit on this two thousand and twelve year end wrap up podcast is talk it'll talk a little bit about ourselves because we had quite a quite a year doug absolutely i um I got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> So we started the, out the year as as filmedinsert.com and then in August we changed to imvdb.com and the name the, of this podcast was actually the filmed insert podcast at the beginning of this year. That's right exactly. We did many episodes in uh in 2012 and we will do many in 2013. But I think you know just as a little bit of a of a hum, uh, as a brag for us just to go over some of our milestones. A one of the um we started the blog that was a big thing. At the beginning of the year, we did not have a blog. Right. Um, and since then, Doug, you have been doing video chats and uh, uh, cinematography profiles every day. And these are not just like little blurbs where you say like, hey, this video came out. This is These are long, um, in-depth interviews. And uh, I think if you are not checking out the blog every day, you should definitely go do that because they're coming out every day. Um, we also... Hey. What's that? 
I was I was just going to echo the fact that they are indeed coming out every day, sometimes two or three a day. That's right. Um, and they're always really interesting, really, and sometimes very funny articles looking at the, the behind the scenes of, uh, of a video or how somebody works. Not to say that, you know, short blog posts on a video coming out aren't, aren't good. That's just... Uh, our, our, we decided to go in a, in a di different direction for the blog, and that's worked out really well for us. Um, we also started taking music video submissions, and that is a new thing for 2012. At the, at the beginning of the year, we weren't even close to that. We started taking them around, uh, uh, you know, in, I think, uh, late July or late, uh, late August. And... Um, since then, we were proud to report we've had over 1,000 video submissions, um, and which is uh, which is uh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal, yeah, for uh, for us. I mean, first first we would see them kind of slowly trickle in, um, and we would approve them right away, and then eventually got to the point where we were seeing just being bombarded because we get an email every time one is is added. We were just getting bombarded with these, and yeah. uh, we'd like to thank everybody who's have been adding videos to the site and everybody who's you know emailed us or, or written on the Facebook page to or or you know, gotten in contact with us through other methods to say that they're behind the site. Um, we have so much just awesome stuff coming up in 2013. Oh um, boy, you you guys are not ready for 213. I tell you <laughs> that right now. Get slap you in the face with some IMVDB, and and I, it's important to thank the people who have also taken over their entities in the database. Those that gets me super excited, especially when you guys upload hilarious and awesome photos of yourself, because um, you know that brings life to the site. I love life. Life is great. And for those, we have you know also those started you know trickle in pretty 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 slow, and then when you know people didn't really know that they could do that um, initially. But now we have over uh, over 300 managed profiles on the site, and that is that is great. So if you are listening to this and you have a name on the site, um, and uh, all you have to do is go click um, "I represent this entity" and go ahead and, and and take over the profile. You can upload pictures and or a picture and and, and fill out your information there. And, and if we already have a picture of you, you could change it. <laughs> yes, of, exactly. If you don't a lot like of times it. it could be crap, a crap photo that we that we that we found. Um, or that that came over through through other API means, but uh, yeah, change your photo if you don't like it. So that was it. I mean, it's yeah. When you look at where we were at the beginning of 2012 and 2013, I don't think there's any sort of comparison. I think that we we crossed the 10,000 video mark. Um, there were many more marks to cross in 2013, but I think uh, you know now we've got the base. We've got our baseline of you know the foundations of IMDb, IMVDB have been laid, and now we are building on that. And uh, every day the database gets uh, you know stronger and more accurate. Um, and uh, if you're if you're listening and you're, you're interested in what we're doing, just know that uh, 2013 has many a plan. And I will leave you with this thing to ponder on. Um, there has been great strides made in the music video industry in general in the last year. The top 10 list from last year compared to the top 10 list in this year is no comparison. I feel like videos are getting stronger. IMVD, IMVDB is getting stronger. And uh, so I want you to ponder on whether or not that is a coincidence. <clears throat> wow, okay. Well, <laughs> it's, a, it's a heavy request. But I mean, I basically what I'm saying is we're we're responsible for the improvements in the industry completely responsible for that 
And with so, that, we wish you a very good new year, and uh, we'll see you on this other side. And you're welcome. sweet.